0: Movie Film Studios, the only podcast that takes you inside the mind of two film studio executives as we unravel and then re-ravel the best that Hollywood has to offer.
1: I'm Isaac. And I'm AJ. And this week we apparated directly into a Pacific storm in order to stop Thanos from stealing our hippogriffs. But before we craft that into a completely original and totally non-litigious film of our own, it's time to check in on our last feature film that we released in Box Office Report. Uh, so the film
0: we released last week was a little thing called Billy versus the Machine. Yeah, starring John Cusack, one of Madonna's kids. <laughs> it was so here, here's, here's here's where it breaks down. We wanted to get yep um, kids of uh, celebrities yep. to come in and play um, the roles. You you mentioned that it would be sort of quite weird. Should mm-hmm. we have the the two best friends be? Uh, I mean, I mentioned that it would be weird it if they related. Were they're related. they siblings. So we really wanted to get Jim Gaffigan in to play our um, uh, wise old janitor to sort of really kickstart that dramatic phase of his career Mm -hmm. and make sure that people of a certain generation didn't actually realize he was once a comedian. Yes. Jim Gaffigan has like nine kids. Oh. And we kind of figured the best way of getting Jim Gaffigan into the film was to cast his kids. Ah, okay. Uh, He wouldn't do it if we'd cast, like we cast uh, one kid as the lead role. Yep. He wasn't interested in playing the the janitor. Yep. We decided we cast the second kid yep. in the the second lead. Yep. Uh, not interested. Okay. Uh, third kid as just sort of like um uh like weird sort of like off-sider to the second yeah, kid. Yep, yep. Um, he started sort of showing up to the table reads a little bit more. Okay. Yep. Uh, by the time we got to the sixth kid, yep. Um, he was on board. Okay. Uh, and then the other three kids just kind of felt a little bit left out um so we gave them minor roles like uh, executive producer yeah yeah uh, they tagged them on there um just to, to make them feel uh, feel welcome Writer. so uh, yep. like you watch the credits the word gaffigan <laughs> appears just like an obscene amount of times that's right <laughs> was the
1: gaffer also a gaffigan
0: um yeah like strange strangely <laughs> enough um it turns out, as Jim was telling us a story about his great-great-grandfather, that's actually where the word comes from. Oh, really? Yeah, it's how, oh, how, how, how his entire family there got into go. show business. Ah, brilliant.
1: So, that is Billy versus the Machine, out now on Mufuza yeah
0: Yeah. Um, out now,
1: indeed. Indeed. Uh, our first sports film, our first uh, sports drama, I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean, and uh, and John Cusack rep- reprising his role as the eccentric billionaire indeed. who puts on weird tournaments for arcade things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes um already like i think he's locked himself in a room and is he's, mm. he's said i'm going to write the third part of this trilogy Ooh. and it's going to be all about me and my story and it's going to be brilliant it's going to be like a jobs thing and i'm like you go off and do that because that's not what we're doing like (laughs) he's he's definitely just has to be a background character but john's got it in his head that the next film's all about him and his career and his startup in the garage and tinkering with computers and building his empire and i'm just like so long as it gets him out of his hair like he can go off and do whatever take that to
1: paramount or to universal to some other studio that's interested in that we're not really keen on it uh, anyway, it's time for This Week in Trailers. Indeed it is. Trailer number one. We're going for more of a, uh, I guess, widespread audience appeal with this week's trailers. Yeah. Hence
0: why we've chosen Adrift. Adrift. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is a, based on a true story. Yes. Telling of a, it starts off as like a holiday love story where mm. some surfer chick meets some yachting dude mm, yep. and they fall madly in love and they're like, oh, aren't we going to live happily ever after? Let's sail off into the sunset. Yeah. Bom bum. bum. Yep. And there's this, this weird sort of like <laughs> tonal shift yep. in, the, in the trailer. You're like, oh, something bad's about to happen. Of course. And... It's like, if you've seen Perfect Storm and yep. there's a giant wave looming above a ship. That's the thing. Double it. Yeah. <laughs> just like, seriously, this wave is just like, it cannot fit on the screen. It's, it's massive.
1: You know, barring Titanic, and they can't really do stuff with icebergs because it's just going to remind you of Titanic. But if, you, if it's a film with a boat in it and it's a drama, it's just going to be a storm. It's it's nothing else can happen The worst storm the Pacific it's, has ever And it's ever always seen. the worst storm. It's always the worst storm. Is there a yeah. ranking it's system for these things? Is there a cinematic ranking system for ocean storms?
0: It's the scale of... <laughs> like, serious, uh, uh, oh, really? Uh, Beauford came up with a scale for wind. Yep. Um, And it's so used to measure storms. Okay. Like, and it's so a really weird scale as well. Yep. So one is... A light gust, enough to ruffle some leaves, Aww. and that's like legitimately like one, and, it, and it's um uh four. Yep. um, wind is whipping at uh flags and branches. Some yep. branches are being torn down. Um, you'll have to pull your jacket close around you. Yep. Like this is not a scale. <laughs> what are you doing,
1: for it? Well, here yeah, the thing is though, if the light breeze that ruffled some leaves was the first storm ever, that was the worst storm. So at some point that was the worst storm and it just got superseded yeah. at that point. So where does Life of Pi fit into this equation? Yeah, like, I mean,
0: well this this film very much feels like Life of Pi with, without yeah. the tiger. Yeah, and you've replaced the tiger with a uh, like a, a crippled <laughs> guy with a broken leg. I'm like and just, a woman. Yeah, yeah. Just give us a t- Give us any jungle animal, really. I don't really mind a lemur. Yeah, sure, sure. Why not? They're in the jungle, aren't <laughs> they? <laughs> um. Uh yeah, look. It, it seems like a they do this moment where it's just like um our nearest land is Hawaii. Yeah. But ha- Hawaii is like hitting a needle in a haystack, and if we miss Hawaii, there's two thousand miles, and we're yeah. dead. I'm just like, oh, you needed to raise the stakes. Like you already sort of had me somewhat terrified. Yeah. Like so, gravity in in my exp- uh, like yeah. uh, cinema going experience just actually made me terrified. It is. It's, the, the thought of being lost and abandoned with no yeah. way of getting back and home. And
1: hallucinations of George Clooney, it's horrifying.
0: <laughs> I mean, the, the tie-in with Perfect Storm and George Clooney here <laughs> is just like absolutely um, spot on but like this sort of Lost at Sea thing is similarly yeah. uh, horrifying to me. Yep, like the... Yep no one can get you. There's no way back. Oh, I suppose at least this way you can breathe the air <laughs> like in space <laughs> where just like it's like humans are not supposed to be here at no, all. So no. um, I think that's kind of what they're going for in this, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's,
1: it's the emotional overcoming all odds. Love will find a way. Yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. We've seen it a lot of times before. Couldn't name any other film that this has appeared in because I've never seen any of them, but you've seen it before.
0: I mean, you've seen it in trailers, you've probably not gone to the movies because you go, oh, that's really sappy and stupid and I'm not going to bother. Um, Which is adrift, apparently. Yes,
1: indeed. See it soon if you want or don't. Uh, next film off the ranks now we are actually going for something a bit more popular uh
0: this film will break box office records 100% absolutely. no doubt absolutely 15 years in the making yep for um avengers infinity
1: war yes another big disney tent pole um really like thanos in this film is the embodiment of Disney right now? It's just. Sucking. I will
0: absorb everything yeah. until I am all powerful.
1: <laughs> yeah, like they've got Marvel. They've yeah. now got Fox, and so they now have the Simpsons. So I'm waiting yeah, for like. So, so the- what?
0: Marvel's the red Infinity Stone, yep, and yep. Fox is the yellow, <laughs> yellow one. Yep, yep. Star
1: Wars is the blue, blue one, yep. uh, uh, and then. I guess animation Pixar, and Pixar. They'll, yeah.
0: yeah, green. Why so, not? Yeah, soon Disney will complete <laughs> its Thanos Scotland and control all media. If they get Warner Brothers
1: as well, they'll get the Looney Tunes. Like, they're unstoppable. They it are absolutely a, a, the unstoppable. The only
0: way to defeat them is to get... <laughs> characters from every film made in the last 15 <laughs> right, years yeah. and fight against Disney in an right, yeah. epic war.
1: I would actually watch that yeah, film.
0: I know. I think we're doing our job a little bit too early. <laughs> um, that, that does sound very movie film studios. Uh, I am not excited for this film in mm. any way, shape or form. Yep. Um, there's probably been... Three years where I've seen maybe like one-tenth of the Marvel, f- Marvel films that have come out. I saw Doctor Strange. Yeah. Didn't see Black Panther. Didn't see Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Didn't see Spider-Man Homecoming. Not technically sort of... Yeah, it's close enough. I mean, it's, it's, it's part of the people. canon. Um, I'm just... Uh, I watched Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and it was better than Guardians 1 or maybe it wasn't. I didn't really enjoy <laughs> Guardians 1. I'm just tired. I'm so tired of it. And you, yeah. you see the poster for this and there's just... There's not enough space on the poster for all of the characters. (laughs) Yeah. And I think the only thing good about things like Guardians of the Galaxy or Doctor Strange was it took a great big step back from all the cookie-cutter Marvel films you'd seen before. I'm like, that's a little bit of a breath of fresh air. And then they go, oh, but then we're just going to take them and put them into the same films that you're sick of watching. And I was
1: like, i just... Yeah, that's the thing. Like, So you mentioned this is about 15 years in the making, right? So there's been about 15 years of Marvel films that all exist within the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which all kicked off with the first Iron Man first film.
0: Up, uh, 12 years, I think. First sure. Iron Man was 2006.
1: Whatever. But really now we've got to this point, we've needed all these films, we've needed to introduce all these characters, we've had complex emotions and complex stories and interweaving dialogue and all this kind of stuff, and then the end result is, oh, there's just a big evil dude trying to take over the world like that's the plot of this film like what well, is that the culmination of all of this but it's the not is, the world
0: it's the universe or oh, the universe or oh, i'm the, sorry or the multiverse the, yeah
1: but like that's the that's the point right like we've had all these films and that's all it's led to just that and they really can't do anything more than that because there's so many characters in there
0: now. I think, to, to be fair, this is significantly less confusing than the actual Marvel Universe, <laughs> which has like a thousand more oh, characters yeah, that yeah. you haven't seen and the most convoluted plots that sort yep. of contradict one yep. of like, each other. The fact that they've managed to cobble something slightly resembling something that makes sense yep. together yep. is, you know, kudos to them. It's impressive. It's really impressive. Um, and they, like... What do you reckon? Two, three billion dollars oh, worldwide sure. in the first yeah. couple of weeks? Just like it's just going to be insane. Yeah. You know what the other thing that really pisses me off mm. is how egotistical Robert Downey Jr. is that he always has to be the biggest and the frontest and the centerist <laughs> on, on every poster <laughs> and every trailer. Yep. It just like give it a rest. Yes, I, I think I do think Iron Man is the best Marvel film, and it was the yep. first one, and I really enjoy it. Yep. But just Give it a break. You're not the most important this or might most be his last, character last. This
1: might be his last appearance as Iron Man. There's a chance that he's going to finish up after this and then in the dr- grand comic tradition, it'll just get passed on to another person.
0: I think technically most of these actors are out of contract after Infinity War. Possibly,
1: yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll see what happens in the Great War of Infinity Coming yeah, soon.
0: I suppose it's a little bit like Hugh Jackman. I'm I'm glad he put he retired yeah. on such a good note.
1: But that's one of the things that Fox were doing different compared to Disney and Marvel. Fox were like, well, we've had peak superhero, so now it's time to do different things with them. Yeah, and that's why you get Deadpool, and that's why you get Logan, which are not they are very great standalone films, and they do put a definitive end on certain things, or they push it into new directions. Whereas Marvel's really reached a massive tipping point with this film, and where are they going to go after this? I have no idea,
0: but we'll find out. I'm I'm sure you could. There's there's spreadsheets online of (laughs) here's Black Panther two, here's Doctor Strange two, here's the year that it's going to come out, and then we're doing um, Captain Marvel, and then oh, that's right, uh, yeah. yeah.
1: I I think Captain Marvel's appearing in the Avengers as well, yeah, possibly. I don't know, like because that film has a shortage of characters. Apparently, they need more. Uh, anyway, see that sometime April this year. It's coming soon. It's not too far off. Yes, everything is literally moving out of the way for that thing to land. <laughs> All right, last trailer for this episode is from our friends at Warner Brothers, and it is Fantastic Beasts Two.
0: The Crimes of Grindel Grindelwald. <laughs> What's that? Okay. The, G- crimes of, the crimes? Gilbert. The Crimes of Grindelwald. I think is the yes. title of like it is Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them too. Yep. The Crimes of Grindelwald.
1: Yes, correct. Uh, the sequel to the previous Fantastic Beast, starring Eddie Redmayne, Johnny Depp.
0: Johnny Depp wasn't a star, but he was definitely in the
1: film. He was in the... Yeah, and other actors.
0: Other... Yeah, not Josh Gad. Whoever whoever as is, is as close <laughs> as possible to Josh Gad without being Josh Gad, he was in that film. Yeah, that guy. I liked his character. Yeah, I though. also liked... I actually liked the, the ensemble cast they put together there. Mm. was was very good. Um, I think the film was perfectly average. I yep. didn't like it. I didn't hate it. It was...
1: I wanted to like it a lot more than I did. I felt like the story was very cluttered, but... Art direction, uh special effects, all that stuff. Just being back in the world of Potter. It's great. I love it. It's it's my it's one of those things I grew up with.
0: Happy place. It
1: is. It's a lovely yeah. happy place. And anytime you hear like Hedwick's theme played,
0: you're just yeah. like ah. To be to be fair, like absolutely, like we were tying it back to Avengers, Avengers kind of has this subtle little like four or five minutes yeah. theme that's just like Oh yeah, it kind of sounds a bit familiar. Whereas you think about Harry Potter, the like just so iconic. Yeah. Just whoever I don't know who wrote John that. John Williams. It was John Williams. Yeah. I was going to say Danny Elfman because no. it had the word elf in it. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, just like absolutely phenomenal hook to that, yeah. and um. Uh, it's just sort of an unforgettable, uh, theme song that you yep. sort of can't like, and it, again, I grew up with the books much. I don't, wasn't a huge fan of the movies. There's mm. a couple of nice moments in there. They're a little bit sort of confused all all over the place, oh, for sure. but like so inextricably linked with the Harry Potter universe yeah. is that theme song yep. that you just, it's like, it's, it's wormed its way into it the, has. the it's public in consciousness. in the same
1: way that a whole bunch of, uh, John Williams other themes have wormed into your head. Yeah. As soon as you hear those notes, you're just like, you're back. You're back in that magical world. Um, and for a lot of kids, it's like how they learnt cinema, how they learnt the language of cinema was through the Harry Potter films.
0: Yeah. Um, I think my, my sister uh, is one of those people who has watched the films but never read a book. Yep. And she came out of uh, Deathly Hallows Part 2 yeah. and said to her friend, is Snape Harry's dad? <laughs> And I'm like, I absolutely get the confusion because there's that relationship with Lily and the mum, and yeah. uh, Snape sacrifices himself to save Harry. And yep. it's this thing like, I just, like, if you've read the books, like, absolutely not. But at the same time, like, I can get from, from someone's point of view who's never actually done anything but watch the film. That's a yeah. really
1: interesting thing because I read the books before I saw the films, and I love both of them. But my understanding of the films is absolutely bolstered by the fact that I know a lot of the depth in the books. Yeah, And absolutely. it's filling in a lot of the gaps. So I don't know how good or bad the films are in regards to how they exist as a standalone entity. And I think given that experience, they didn't do as well as I thought they yeah. did.
0: No, no, there's... there's I think in um, the third one, did Alfonso Cuaron? Alfonso Cuaron did, uh,
1: yeah, Prisoner of Azkaban, the third
0: one. They, they never explained the Padfoot Prongs Wormtail. Oh, oh, no, they didn't, no. And, 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 in the, and I'm just like sitting there going, this is absolutely massive to the story yep. but apparently people who didn't know just didn't care yeah. uh, and I'm just like oh I, I kind of felt like they are missing bits and pieces and that, that's the problem with the um, Harry Potter universe is that it's so broad and it continues beyond the books and beyond the films Yeah, we're having a discussion before this uh, and I'm very much of the opinion that if it does not appear in the first seven in the seven books yep. it is not in my mind canon so there's like sure. you know trivia they have uh in which country is hogwarts located and apparently the answer is scotland it does not say that at <laughs> any point in the books and i refuse to believe it yep. is actually true i'm not gonna go on a Pottermore. i'm not gonna read quidditch through the ages yep, yep. i'm not gonna fly to london yep. and back in time to watch the the cursed <laughs> child um before it closed up on whatever off yep, off yep. london's uh, equivalent to broadway there yep, is yep um it's just it's just not Like, I'm not interested in anything beyond the books themselves. Yeah, that's fine. And that's That's just just me, and that's just where I'm coming from. No, no,
1: no. I'm with you on that point with Star Wars. I really do not give a crap about anything outside of those three films that I like.
0: I do have uh, one sort of claim to fame Harry Potter story, which I've sort of... Oh, yeah. I I really wanted to tell. The year is 1998 it might have been 99. I don't really remember. Um, the scholastic bu- book lady came <laughs> in and uh, gave a presentation on fantastic new kids' books that you should all be reading. Mm. And being an impressionable 12-year-old sure. at the time, I'm like, I'm going to go to um, the-, the bookstore and I'm going to um, get the one that interests me the most. And I-, I walk up to the counter and said, I would like to read a book called... Northern Lights, Mm. um, which is by Philip Pullman. uh, The Amber Spyglass and the Subtle Knife form a really brilliant trilogy called his dark materials yep um really fantastic book at the time i did not know who the author of it was like we have like six books called northern lights uh which one do you want i'm like i don't know i will go with choice number two scholastic so yep. book lady told me to read harry potter and they're like oh yeah hmm. we've got uh, a book here called harry potter we'll have to special order it in from the uk it'll be here in six weeks Whoa. and i'm just like that's pretty impressive that yep. like i was probably one of the first people to have read harry potter yep. considering i had to special order it in yep um read it, thought hey that's yeah, all right and then like five years later it like really blew up as like a thing <laughs> like i i actively ignored reading yeah um chamber of secrets when i saw that it came out because i just didn't think the first book was that good and then by the time goblet of fire came around and it was just like everyone was reading it i'm like yeah. i read this all like i read the first one ages ago and it was just kind of like an all right book but. Yeah. uh apparently it <laughs> captured the public imagination in a way that i like i was so far ahead of the curve but yeah. like at the same no. time like just didn't get it <laughs> just-
1: it's fine it's fine to be on the wrong side of history there are a lot of critics that thought empire strikes back was a terrible film it's fine you, you can stay in your little cocoon of
0: harry yeah. potter it's, it's It's very hipster. Just it like, is a little yeah, bit. I liked it before it was cool. No, you didn't like it before I, I, it was I, cool. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> I didn't like it before I was cool. Before it was cool, it's the reverse hipster. Yeah, and no, now I only.
1: Yeah, you didn't like it before it was cool. Not to like it. Ha, is it? Has it ever been cool not to
0: like Harry Potter? It's been cool to not like anything that's popular. So, yeah, but I still think even like like hipsters are just like oh yeah, like you know you bourgeois capitalist. <laughs> oh, but I really like Harry Potter. Harry Potter is great. Like I like my mum read it to me when I was a kid. I, I mean it's oh, fantastic. Don't worry.
1: There's definitely those kind of hipsters out there, but there's definitely hipsters that say uh, J- J.K. Rowling's writing is simply atrocious. It's it's
0: contrived and quite boring. And, I'd and they rather sit down and smoke their pipe and read Hemingway. That's <laughs> right. Yeah,
1: that's to themselves on a couch somewhere. That's exactly what happens. Uh, Okay, that is our three trailers for this episode. Now... It's time to sort of put those into our little machine.
0: Cafetière, press, let that's them percolate right. that's and right. then as we press the plunger down, distill <laughs> them into something. I don't drink coffee. I really don't like it. I assume that's sort of how it works. That sounds about right. I I was convinced that you knew what you were talking about. I think I got a cafetière and a French press mixed up. Sure. But that's uh, fine. you can also you can do both with both of them, of course so, you can. yeah. Yeah. Um I think we should go for a walk. I think we should. Let's take a stroll. Oh, that is that is absolutely refreshing. Indeed, it's a lovely, uh, lovely breeze. So let's break it down. That uh, well, first off, we had a survival love story in a remote and inaccessible location. Yep. Uh, we have a culmination of a superhero franchise. Yep. Um, and we have a prequel beloved children's book sequel. Yep. <laughs>
1: Uh, with a very long cinematic history as well. Exactly. Um, look, we here at movie film studios, we know what the audience wants. We're on the pulse. We 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 see the beacons out there. We know exactly what is popular. We want to make sure that when our films go up on Mfuzwa uh, Wadida, that they captivate people, that they remind them of those very popular things that they like, but then also give them a taste of something original and something interesting. Yeah, which always. is why we're going to be doing the most popular one in that series
0: of 3. It's a drift. A drift. Okay, sure. <laughs> um because we don't want to be one of the top 10 grossing films ever made. No. Um all right. right. Okay. I mean, it does make it quite a lot easier because we don't really... I mean, at this point, there's like what, 26 sort of films that we've made yeah, so far. Yep. At, and yep. And we, we've actually last week started verging into sequel territory. Yep. We don't really have that wealth of cinematic universe no. to actually go, let's do a prequel to Adventure Children. Yep. Or let's do like a culmination of yeah, KNIGHTS meets um, Steel chore. yeah. Uh, it's getting there. It's getting close. Well, and eventually... Yeah, w-
1: when we have our cinematic universe and we can combine everyone together into one big pot, that's... It's not
0: yet, but I do. I do really love the idea of a drift because, yeah. I mean, in, in my in my um, in my mind, I'm trying to come up with the scariest and most remote of locations ah, to yes. strand our characters. Yep,
1: yep, yep, yep. All right, so we've got. I mean, we, we can't do ocean. Ocean's out. We uh,
0: can't really do space either. Can't
1: do space. Everest has been done. Yeah, Mars has been done. Mars has been done. Um, the
0: Sun was done. Was it? Oh, in the, the, in Danny, the Boy Danny Boyle oh, sunshine. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, weird. That, that was more of a sort of a weird horror than it was yeah. like a stranded location. Yep, yep. Um, I watched one where like Spelunking in Caves was done. Yep,
1: we've done... The Moon has been done, I think, in Moon.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's uh, true. Um, uh, survival in... A desert? Desert, probably. probably English don't. Patient, did and they do it in that one, maybe? Probably. Antarctic? The, the Arctic? Antarctic and Arctic? I don't I'm just thinking like what about the well, sky? Okay. I'm like, you can't get stranded in the sky. <laughs> like in unless, the upper atmosphere, and unless, not in outer space. Unless you're falling forever. Oh. Uh, I don't think I, what what is the guy doing? Oh, <laughs> uh, the girl? Like how do they get out? It just doesn't work. Well, I mean, do we need to do we need to go something instead of like
1: uh against all odds kind of fight against nature, do we just need to go more mundane? Like, what's a mundane situation that people can get stuck in that would necessitate a connection and a a spiritual journey? So, like, Um, he had 127 hours, right? And that's ostensibly about a guy who got his hand jammed in a rock. Yeah. Like, that's pretty simple. So, what if it was just like, uh, we we had a bike crash and our bikes are tangled up together and we can't pull them free?
0: I still think that there has to be the lack of ability for rescue by... Other humans, the lack of intervention—they,
1: <laughs> they, like—they fell off a cliff while running. Yeah, apart. I mean,
0: like, like twenty-eight days later. No, hang on, twenty-seven, one hundred
1: and twenty-eight sevens, one hundred and twenty-seven hours. Both, are they
0: both Danny Boyle films yeah. with lots of weird numbers? in I think them. so. Yeah, um, one twenty-seven hours is the the one with twenty-eight days later and sunshine. Yeah. I'm just going to say Slumdog Millionaire <laughs> and Train Spotting uh, yeah. and Train Spotting too. There's another one with a number in it. There you go. Uh, and now we've covered every film Danny Boyle <laughs> has ever done. Um, uh, what about? 127 hours But like trapped in a sewer Oh yeah Great Yeah Like hand Hand sort of jammed in a grate Yeah uh, And like no one can You know in the sewers No one can hear you scream That yep. famous tagline Yep,
1: yep. Um, I love this Because we're almost stepping on Like it territory as well
0: Yeah Yeah <laughs> Like, it, it is almost like it is just the guy who's just like, help me little kid, I'm trapped in this. And like, maybe maybe that's the thing. Yeah. Maybe like the like the only one human interaction in this film is a little kid's ball goes down there. And then they're just like, just the, the kid runs off screaming because they just watched it. And they're just like, it's not happening to me. I'm going to be scarred for life, but it's not happening to me.
1: This could be, like, the prequel to It. So, imagine, like... So, it's... I haven't seen It, but as far as I'm aware, it's about a clown that lives in a sewer,
0: right? Sure. I think it's, like, a demon who disguises himself as a clown and tries to lure kids into the... Okay, fine. But what if that wasn't...
1: What if that thing wasn't a demon to start with? What if it was just a person who got stuck in a drain and never got rescued and then got mutated?
0: Yeah. And became a demon? I think we're getting a little off track. Like, <laughs> it, it's it really has to be this the psychological torment of yeah, being isolated. You're right. And, you know, maybe if we put in subtle illusions that maybe this person, <laughs> like, suffers such psychological trauma that potentially later on they go live in the sewer and maybe they turn into Pennywise the clown. <laughs> Possibly, but it's got to be really, really subtle. Super subtle, It doesn't yeah, yeah. happen out in our film. This is just the complete and utter me- mental breakdown yep, yep. of, like, possibly even, like, a germaphobe. Yeah. I don't know what they were doing in the oh. sewer or how that happens that they get yeah, down Yeah, so there's, there. there's
1: some kind of situation happens and they they have no choice. So maybe, hang on, what if they're, like, they have a partner, right? And the partner falls into the sewer and gets swept away. And so the only way that they can rescue them is that they have to go into the sewer. And as a germaphobe, that's kind of like that psychological angst of, like, oh, my partner's been, like... Uh, is in trouble and needs to be rescued, but also it's a sewer and I don't want to go in there. Is that the kind of torment that we're thinking of here, or is that not tormenty enough?
0: I don't know. I was, I mean, maybe the germaphobe thing's a bit of a, a weird one because i was kind of thinking that like maybe if the the partner's like cool like spelunking person who like does adventurous things the new hipster hipster thing to do is like (laughs) use like is geocaching in sewers or something (laughs) like that and this person reluctantly agrees and like suddenly they're in like this position where the you know the boyfriend is like fallen over and cracked their head open in the sewer and they're you know, trying to struggle to keep them alive and also simultaneously have their hand stuck in a grate. But then maybe there's also like a, um, a saw like, yep. element where the, pers- <laughs> the person who set up the sewer spelunking is also setting up like yep. weird traps and puzzles that this person has to solve as well by the clues were all there. You had to find them. It was hidden behind the brick near yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the water pressure valve next yep. to the rusty pipe. Is it? There? Now you could have saved yourself. <laughs>
1: Will there be a situation where they have to choose between keeping their hand or keeping their partner alive as well? Yeah, and and yeah, yeah. Okay, this works. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so it, it's it's part uh, 127 hours. Yeah. It's part saw, uh, saw and yep. part teenage mutant ninja turtles. <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to think of some <laughs> other piece of media that's set in the sewers. Uh,
1: <laughs> the only thing that's coming to mind is like early scenes in Ratatouille. Yeah, sure. Uh, flushed away. It's flushed another, away. Sure. Another great one yep. that's set
0: in that uh, <laughs> that area. Um. So, uh, wh- who's who's the uh, we've got spelunking athletic, yep, uh, boyfriend yep. who's geocaching. Yep. We'll have to set up a a saw type, um, uh, like a villain, Rube Goldberg puzzle master. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And then we have uh, the 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 um lead person in our film who's like you know uh has to solve solve the puzzles. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um
1: yeah okay
0: okay uh let's
1: let's look at the puzzle master because i feel like that's a very interesting kind of character and depending on what type of machinations they want to do um it'll sort of determine who we cast and what and who they are i I kind
0: of already have a casting in mind oh yeah the issue is that i think he might be dead (laughs) and that's (laughs) that's never stopped us before (laughs) that's bob hoskins he is dead Yes, um, and and I think mainly because I think sewers and I think Super Mario, Super Mario Bros. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of want like an an unhinged guy yeah, yeah. unhinged Super Mario yeah. to have set up these weird puzzles that they have yeah, to so solve. Yeah so just like
1: and- a guy who who's been consumed by Super Mario Brothers the game and the movie yeah. and then decides to become Mario yeah, and and sort of moves into the sewers.
0: I think we're stepping on intellectual property here again. Warren, I'm not sure if Nintendo will allow us <laughs> to do it, but there's these su- subtle references. Subtle that, references, yeah. Just he, like the subtle references to Pennywise. Yeah, he, he like he's got a big mustache and, and he,
1: he wears red and and blue, but he's not Mario. But he's been influenced by something, and he has a sewer system set up down there with like uh, trained turtles. That he's
0: there's definitely snappy turtles. <laughs> s- snappy turtles down, snappy
1: turtles and, down there. Yep. Uh, have
0: you like I was watching something recently where. You, they actually sort of were showing the bite power of a snapping turtle. Yeah, it's crazy. It is like like they oh, they had the opening the jaws and they yep. put a watermelon. Yeah, there's like you know it's a, a, a foot diameter watermelon in yeah. front of it and it just destroys it, it yeah. with its like sharp beak yeah. and, and, and immense biting power. Yeah, I, I love the the snapping turtle yeah. element of this. Right. So,
1: <laughs> we, <laughs> so we'll have to CG Bob Hoskins.
0: No, I mean, In- I think I think it's just spiritually we cast someone who looks oh, like, so Bob like Hoskins. A, a Bob or Hoskins we, type. Yeah, yeah. Um. Or we Gary Oldman someone to look like Bob Hoskins. Yeah. Okay. Why don't we just Gary Oldman? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, actually, that's actually pretty good. Yeah. Gary Oldman. As Bob Hoskins. As Bob Hoskins. As, as not Mar- not Mario. as
1: Yeah, faux Mario.
0: As uh, Italian Plumber Man um, <laughs> slash Jigsaw. So what's his name? Like, I like that Jigsaw sort of has this kind of like, yeah, there's yeah. a puzzle element to him. Do we call him like Goldberg or Rube Goldberg or...
1: Well, I think uh, we've got to sort of look at the sewer turtle element and try and turn like, like if it was like tortoiseshell or, um, or Shelly even. yeah um, Something along those lines that ties into... Like, Jigsaw, part of that name was because of the elaborate kind of nature of the traps yeah, and stuff that it was I think he also setting.
0: cut a jigsaw-shaped piece of skin Oh, there of you go. I've never seen Saw. So. Um, uh, yeah, I actually really like the fact that we've gone Snapping Turtles for <laughs> Mario reasons, but it also <laughs> works really nicely for um, <laughs> Ninja Turtle <laughs> reasons. So I think we have four coloured Snapping Turtles <laughs> and maybe, like... Um, like yeah. that, he he calls himself the Shredder or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. It's got to well, be. Well, do we give him the name of like another famous artist? So you know
1: how like the Ninja Turtles yeah. are Raphael and Botticelli. Botticelli. There
0: you go. And it's it, Italian it's too. Italian enough. Uh, it be, yeah. The the original plumber Botticelli. Bot- <laughs> okay. So-, <laughs> so we have our our criminal mastermind. Yeah. Um, puzzle sewer (laughs) uh, torture master Botticelli played by Gary Oldman who's been made up to look like Bob Hoskins playing uh, Mario. Uh, Faux Mario. A Mario type. So it's
1: it's Gary Oldman playing a Bob Hoskins type who's playing a Mario type. Exactly,
0: yeah. Uh, That's legally distinct enough. Everything we do, uh, it goes without saying, is legally distinct from any other intellectual property.
1: Yeah, okay. So now we just need
0: our main character... And their partner, I guess. As I think well. we do like yeah, maybe we do like a phone booth style thing where there's like three actors in the entire oh, film. Oh yeah, yeah, great. Um which had like Kifa Sutherland, uh, uh, Colin Firth was Colin it? Firth, and I think Katie Holmes might have played like the girlfriend okay. and yep. that's about it. Like they, they cheated a little bit and yep. they had like a crowd standing around at yeah, one point yeah, yeah. and I'm like that's like six six more people the cast in your <laughs> film. Like there's the credits for this is literally <laughs> gonna be one, two, three, done. <laughs> Yep, okay.
1: Uh, if we can get them to shoot the film as well, that way we yeah. don't even need to have like they camera can, they operators. They can do their own lighting they and makeup. Every-
0: yeah, okay. So it's like <laughs> just the three just literally just the, the three, three people. people. So Gary, this is Gary Oldman's directorial debut as well. <laughs> um, okay. That means we can't we can't
1: list ourselves as like no, producers on no, this one. No, we have one.
0: nothing to do with this. Uh, All right, so
1: we had well, as soon as we're done here, we're going to hand over the rights to the actors. Yeah. Uh, and they are going to like direct produce Edit and release. And Animal Train. Yeah. uh, Under our banner. Like, we'll give them the password to Mufazuwudada and they can upload the film there. When they're done, yeah. When they're done. And then we will have no reason to have anything (laughs) but their names in the credits. All right. So casting this one is going to be really, really important. It is. Like,
0: they're going to have to be multi talented, multi skilled people. Absolutely. Uh, Well, I mean, there's plenty of those people around. Quadruple threats, quintuple threats. It's it's quintuple for sure. Septuple threats, octagonal octagonal threats, decadent.
1: Turple threats. <laughs> yep. Um, all right. Uh Who should we cast? Who is a great? I mean, we need people that act. Obviously. Okay. So uh, John Favreau immediately sprung to mind. So uh, I don't know if he fits the type of a. He does not <laughs> fit this, the athletic.
0: Like <laughs> maybe back in like swingers Possibly, time. Yeah. And he was. <laughs> it's still a bit weird then. Um. Uh.
1: Who else is a kind of quadruple threat right now
0: chosen joseph gordon joseph gordon yeah, sings dance backflips absolutely he um, plays the drums directs yep musical yep there's nothing that kid he's not even a kid anymore uh, no yeah
1: like he's always gonna be a kid to me yeah because of third rock, third from the rock so- from and the song, yeah. angels in the outfield yep, and, yep. Um, yeah um so i reckon no, he's, he, yeah, he's, yeah, he's definitely clean. a
0: good spelunky yep. boyfriend yep good old uh jgl um <laughs> yep or is it and I was JGL. I J-G-L, thought I, L, yeah. I think J and G are such similar letters in my mind yep. that I'm like, I definitely got that round the wrong way, and then I'm like, no, I didn't get it <laughs> around the wrong way. Um. Okay. Anyway. Uh. Great. Yeah. So he's he's spelunking boyfriend. He can do all yep. the choreography. Sure. Sure. Yep. What, um. Well, he, music, yeah, he dances. Lighting. He's, he's yeah. a musician as well. He can do all that. Um. Stunts. Uh. All yep. all his. Uh, Perfect. Set building. Yeah. Exactly. Uh.
1: No. No visual effects.
0: No, no, it's all—it's practical. Legitimate.
1: Well, he'll have to be the animal handler so as we well. So need,
0: we need—we need probably need some cinematography, lighting, costumes, yep. and makeup. Yep. Uh, anyone who springs to mind who could probably handle those things. Uh, are there any ooh. actresses who are also like artists and photographers? Um,
1: There's quite a few of them. Um, fashion design
0: uh, actors. Olivia, um, uh,
1: mm. I mean, <laughs> again. The first actress that came to mind was the one that plays Lex from Jurassic Park, who I know is a painter.
0: Uh, but she, I, I believe you told us last week I that she'd retired from acting. She has take, take a lot to she to coax has, her back out. But,
1: uh, you never know; we could stranger things have happened.
0: Um, I was thinking Natalie Portman. Yeah, uh, she's she's very multifaceted and yeah. multi talented. Absolutely. Um, is there anyone who's like a makeup artist or a fashion designer who we might be able to convince to take a foray into the the acting I world. I mean,
1: Isaac, you're really asking a question that is so in my league of things I know. Is it... <laughs> um-
0: well, obviously, it's going to be. Yeah. Um, and Geddes. That's the-, <laughs> the. The probably 70 year old woman who was famous <laughs> in the 90s for taking pictures of babies as sunflowers is the only photographer that I, I could possibly name. I, and I can give you one Annie Leibowitz, which is equally as <laughs> horrible a cast. Um. I think I actually think we kinda had it with Natalie Portman if I'm I think being you're honest. Right.
1: I think you're right. Because <laughs> we really don't need to expose our ignorance any further. Can
0: you can you like actually imagine a film where the only three actors yep. are Natalie Portman, yep. Joseph Gordon Levitt, and, and Gary, Gary Oldman. Oldman? That is a massive crowd drawing. That is a
1: hundred that's that's Oscar worthy.
0: In fact, and we can have like
1: Academy Award winners. Gary Oldman's won.
0: Gary has. Natalie for Black Swan. Probably, yeah, she yeah. won. Um, uh, Joseph, Joseph, he'll be nominated for this film, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think he was nominated for Best Supporting Actor in uh, yeah. Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> I don't think he was. 500 Days
1: of Summer. But, um, what's his face in 127 Hours? Um, Jimmy, Jimmy Franks. Yeah, uh, he was nominated for an Academy Award for that film, uh, for Best Actor. Okay. So, Joseph Gordon-Levitt.
0: Mate, yeah. it's. I mean, th- you're on your way. Is it Joseph's time? Has he actually been nominated? Can I you get your, your buddies I on the line I don't think so, from, but let me just uh,
1: uh, uh, let me just uh, call him up here. And, 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 and They've put me through. Uh, no. He has never been nominated. Never been nominated? Never been nominated. He's uh, been nominated for a, a Golden Globe Award.
0: Is that for the tightripe walking film?
1: No. Uh, he was nominated twice, actually, uh, for 500 Days of Summer Yep. and
0: 50-50. Oh, yeah, 50-50 was quite a good film. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, but that's pretty much it in terms of like the most prestigious thing he's been uh, nominated yeah, I,
0: for. I mean, really, I think we we were looking for quite a long time for who's the person who's always been overlooked for awards. I think we have found it. Yeah, I think this is why haven't um, we cast him before? Yeah, I don't know because we forgot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think we're we're often trying to cast either people who are a little bit younger than yep. him or people who are a little bit older. He's yep. sort of fitting. That sort of range. He, he can but, play but, young quite yeah, well, I think. And and he and Natalie Portman are a good couple. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I can see that That'd working. Be cute. That'd yeah, be cute. it's
1: good. All right. Um, do they need names? Do we need to give them like characters? I, 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 I don't think we actually... have
0: ever given <laughs> characters names.
1: Um, it makes me—it makes writing the plot synopsis for the website a lot easier when we give them names. But that's fine.
0: That's right. Uh, a, an an adventurous <laughs> spelunking hipster. Hipster in brackets. Like you don't even need to put the in brackets. Everyone's just like, oh yeah, I just pictured Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Right, like you yep. didn't even need to tell me. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, the promotional material for this film is just going to be them because there's yeah. no one else in this film. That little text at the bottom of the poster is just going to have their names repeated constantly for uh, everything. Do
0: you repeat like because I know that like there's a very strict format of like how that all sort of yeah. shakes out and it forms like that great big block yeah, of yeah, yeah. elongated white text yep. that you can't read unless you're standing like two <laughs> centimeters away from the poster.
1: Yep. But like because I know that they combine it when it's like written and directed by. Yeah. Which means that they're just going to have to have like that massive. Like a whole bunch of that, like written and produced and shot and music by
0: and Animal uh, Wrangles, yeah, uh, by and and, ga- and Gaffigans, yeah, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. Okay, I like it.
1: Well, I mean, talking of movie posters, we really do need one thing for that poster,
0: and that is a film title.
1: Absolutely. Um,
0: all right. Okay. Uh, so, hang
1: on. Let's revise our elements here. So we've got uh, we've got a. Mario-inspired, Bob Hoskins-inspired, Jigsaw Killer-inspired villain who lives in a sewer, who has trained a bunch of snapping turtles uh, to do his bidding uh, when a spelunking hipster and his girlfriend yeah. get stuck in a I mean sewer. it's still
0: in it, at its heart that psychological trapped away yep. from humanity we need to escape yep. or we're going to die sort of thing. I think we need a single so, word. So like thing? yeah yeah exactly. Yep. Drift. Yep. Gravity. Yep. Um they're all sort of like single word. Yep. Like I was go- going to suggest geocaching but like it just sounds a bit too mm, geo stormish. Yeah. Um flushed. Yeah. It's a bit too um, close to
1: that animated film.
0: Yeah. Uh like spelunking is it's not quite spelunking yep. isn't it? It's like dumped, k- k- <laughs> dumped. It'd be an interesting one if like JGL actually got dumped in yeah. the first half yeah. of the film. Yeah. I don't. I'm not sure. I really like that as a. It just doesn't have that. Doesn't have a, te- the, the terror the, the, element. Yeah. The suspense element. Um, um. Yeah. It's got. I mean, it's got to have that sewery kind of. Yeah. Uh, plunger. Plun plunger plunged. Plunge no plunge plunged? plunge. <laughs> Plun plunge I like I kind of don't mind Botticelli's like nickname yep. you know as Jigsaw as being plunger. Plunger, yeah. Like it's not too bad. Yep. Um Botticelli the plunger, yeah. Yeah. Plunge. Plunge because like, that suggests depth and it suggests that you're about
1: to like be ensconced in, in something. I think that
0: there's like an element of um you're taking the plunge when yeah. you're proposing so yep. maybe there's an element of like maybe the whole thing is an elaborate setup of JGL <laughs> and Natalie Portman like yep, finally yep. goes through this psychological torment <laughs> and the final geocache is an engagement ring <laughs> and it's just and then he's just like like Gary Oldman rips his mask off <laughs> yep. and it's been JGL the whole time. What? And it's just like, will you marry me? And that's the end of the film. That is the end of Plunge.
1: <laughs> I don't... <laughs> okay, so, like, Botticelli and and um, Jay, what's his, whatever... Yeah, so... so I they're mean, never
0: going to appear together in the m- same... Massive, massive spoiler alert. Yeah. The twist to the first Saw film is the dead body that is on the ground the whole time is Jigsaw played by Tobin Bell and it's not a dead body at all. He's just like, uh, he's, like in the room as these, as Princess Bride, Carrie Elways yeah. and the other guy going <laughs> yep. through this traumatic event. And it's like, what a twist. We're going to take it. We're going to take it. And use it as our own. <laughs> there is no um, Botticelli, the plunger. Yep. It's just like a figment of oh, JGL's oh, um, set up for this entire right. thing. So someone's going to have to make a
1: Gary Oldman. Someone's going to have to make a mask. Um, that not only looks like Bob Hoskins, but also looks like Gary Oldman. Uh, Gary Oldman's going to play this character anyway. Okay, yeah, like, no, no. Gary Oldman will play the character, but in the reveal, we need prosthetics to do the whole thing. So one of those yeah.
0: actors is going to have to do it. So, so Gary Oldman rips off prosthetics to <laughs> reveal Gary Oldman face. Yep. and then we cut in JGL wearing Gary Oldman prosthetics yes. and who can then rip it off and reveal exactly. that it's actually him the whole exactly. time.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I like so, it. like the double. Yeah, the double reveal. So you think it's like, oh, it's a new character. No, oh,
0: it's- and, and then and then like uh, in the credits, Gary Oldman's name's just crossed out, so it's just like it's just like, yeah, uh, yeah J-
1: J- <laughs> JGL as as yeah. Gary Oldman as yeah. Bob Hoskins yeah. as yeah. Botticelli. <laughs> Great, <laughs> it's a tadukan of actors. It is absolutely. I love it. I love it to pieces. <laughs> okay, so plunge. See it soon on Wadada.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. I think that's a wrap. I think indeed it is. All right, it's time for housekeeping. We are on the web. We are moviefilmstudios.net, where you can find all of our previous episodes, some bios of ourselves, and Mephizu um, Wudeda, our digital distribution platform, which is really just a bunch of text links to all of our films. Yeah, names.
0: check it out. It's a, it's a nice sort of... Uh burgeoning imdb page (laughs) uh that is a very specific database of just just our films just
1: our films it lists the film name there's a synopsis of the film and also who we've cast in the film
0: yeah we haven't mentioned it for a while but if you want to do fan art posters for any of the films that uh, we've discussed um absolutely we welcome all comers yep uh i mean this one's probably pretty easy (laughs) because you have three actors to photoshop into a picture of a sewer
1: technically those three actors will have to do the marketing campaign for it anyway so. yeah
0: exactly they're they're marketing and they'll be interviewing themselves <laughs> in the press junkets and um yep yeah
1: yep okay brilliant uh so and we'll probably be adding we will be adding a fan art page to our website as well in some. No, sorry. We will be adding a fan art page to our website at some point as well. Uh, we are on Facebook where you can find emoji clues as to the trailers for next week's episode. Yeah. Uh, uh, which, uh, this uh, might be pretty okay for
0: this one. Adrift is a little bit difficult. Yeah. Uh, Avengers Infinity yeah, War. Uh, th- Maybe sure. five gemstones in a glove, yep. and then any superheroes any I can superhero find, and want. Fantastic Beasts, and where to find them. Wow, well. Cr- Crimes of Grindelwald <laughs> is. I mean, I'm just can put lots of Fantastic Beasts, yep. and then a picture of a treasure map, and that's you where go. you find them. Perfect. Uh, who knows? Someone
1: I, in jail, like a jail cell or something, to represent crimes, crimes.
0: and a, a, a Grindelwald, <laughs> the the famous Grindelwald <laughs> that's emoji. Right. Yeah, that's
1: right. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're also on Twitter. We're at Movie Film Studio. Uh, sure. Go there if you want. Um, and we're on iTunes and Podbean and any other place that you find quality podcasts. How we weaseled our way onto those platforms, I'll never know.
0: Uh, if you do like the podcast, feel free to recommend it to friends. Yeah. Um, I think word of mouth is the biggest propagator of, uh podcast listens Mm. that you can possibly do Mm -hmm. uh we are working on getting some samplers up uh yeah um, of bits and pieces that you know you can direct people to as little sort of one-off bits here's here's the the gateway drug the gateway drug into the The much more hardcore hour-long episodes that'll really mainline (laughs) into your ears um so yeah just uh let some you know anyone who you think you might be interested just say hey you know some some guys I know though, who you know make this silly podcast every week. Yeah, it's worth having a listen to if you have a an hour of spare ear time.
1: Indeed, if you're sick of the current crop of Hollywood films, then uh, how about a refreshing substitute in the form of a movie film studio's thirst quenching slushy?
0: You say thirst quenching slushy? We've been in the sewers for the last <laughs> thirty minutes. I did not have very good images coming to my mind. <laughs> Uh, and I think that's it. I think that's it. All that uh, remains is to, once again, thank you all for listening this week. I've been Isaac. And I've been AJ. Roll credits. Short credits this time. Just three names long. <laughs> <laughs>